0: Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men. Fifteen minutes. Eternal Impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord. Gird your armor on. Stand firm, everyone. Rest Happy Friday, Edwin. Cause Happy Friday, Andrew. Man, I'm excited. Friday, date night. Date night. Yes. Now that you're back from Tennessee. That's exactly right. Now we gotta now we gotta go out and celebrate. Well good. Yes. I hope you have a Enjoyable time this evening. Me too. How about you?
1: Well, first we have to talk about Psalm 60.
0: That's true. If, if I can get through. Well, here's what amazes me. Hopefully we're listening to Psalm 60 on our way to work, and we're like, oh, that's right. It's date night tonight. It's date night tonight. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I hope Marita's listening so she knows that it's date night tonight. <laughs> now she knows. Now she knows. <laughs> you know, you started off this week by saying, well, this Psalm is, is shorter, and yet somehow we figured out how to talk about it. Yeah. Five days out of the week. Sure. It's amazing what's in these Psalms. Sure. It's amazing. I'm glad we get to have this opportunity to dig in and try to find it. Mm-hmm. And because there is so much and it's so easy just to read through them, you know, in like a daily Bible reading and right. get kind of a little devotionally feeling. And, you know, I feel good about serving the Lord today. But when when digging in on some of these, it's...
0: it's Lots of good stuff. It's Very a lot helpful. Of good stuff. It is. Yeah, it is. I appreciate it. Appreciate the week. Of course, on Fridays, I really like the Fridays because we find those messianic ties and looking for Jesus in the Psalms. Yes. And and I I think we get a good picture of the Lord in this one as I, well.
1: I agree. Let's see if we're on the same page here. Psalm sixty. I am going to read from the Christian Standard Bible for the choir director according to the Lily of Testimony, a Davidic mictum for teaching when he fought with Aram Naharaim and Aram Zobah, and Joab returned and struck Edom in the Valley of Salt, killing 12,000. God, you have rejected us. You have broken out against us. You have been angry. Restore us. You have shaken the land and split it open. Heal its fissures, for it shudders. You have made your people suffer hardship. You have given us a wine to drink that made us stagger. You've given a signal flag to those who fear you so that they can flee before the archers. Save with your right hand and answer me, so that those you love may be rescued. God has spoken in his sanctuary. I will triumph. I will divide up Shechem. I will apportion the valley of Sukkoth. Gilead is mine. Manasseh is mine. And Ephraim is my helmet. Judah is my scepter. Moab is my wash basin. On Edom I throw my sandal. Over Philistia I shout in triumph. Who will bring me to the fortified city? Who will lead me to Edom? Is it not you, God, who have rejected us? God, you do not march out with our armies. Give us aid against the foe, for human help is worthless. With God, we will perform valiantly. He will trample our foes.
0: Mm-hmm. It is a victorious psalm. We've we spent a lot of time, I think, in our discussions this week, kind of highlighting, speculating a little bit on what some of the backstory was for this a time of loss. And how do you explain the opening lines of this psalm? Because God has forsaken them, the, the country's torn asunder, they're staggering around. Um, he reminds the Lord, I guess, reminds all of us of the sovereignty of God and how all this land belongs to him. And, and there's a confidence that he will deliver in the end. One of the things I get out of this psalm, I think this
1: is important for us, Is that the historical records are not actually provided to tell us everything that happened. Mm. The books of Samuel and Kings and then the books of Chronicles are given to, well, to teach things, to teach a point. They have themes and they're driving home points. And the, the parts that they include are because they help get the point across that the Holy Spirit wants us to have from those books. There's a lot in the history that we don't know that just gets skipped over. I mean, we've got yeah. kings with 40 years worth of reign and we get <laughs> a handful of stories, yeah. <laughs> you know? And so, I mean, even David, when there's so much more, he's got this long reign, but even then, it's just, you know, a, a couple dozen chapters it's episode, maybe. It's, yeah. it's not, you know, it's not, here's everything that's happened. It's anyway, my, my point on that is that probably... We should be careful. I know as I am wont to do with every Psalm we read, trying to figure out where it is in the history. Maybe sometimes we assume it was Absalom or Saul when it's actually some other thing. Sure. Because if we didn't have the heading on this one, I don't think we would say, oh, this is when they got defeated in Edom. And then went and had a battle down there and and and, and then, whooped up. Yeah, on them really, really
0: beat him big time. We, after that,
1: we wouldn't have, we wouldn't think that. We'd probably no. say, "Oh, I bet this was in the time of Absalom, <laughs> or the time of Saul." Is probably what we would say. It's a good
0: point, you know. Yeah. I, you do have in verse nine clearly he wants to go march to Edom. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. but but the you know, the, and there are more geographical marchers geographical markers in this psalm but i agree with you i agree with your point on that
1: yeah I, it's, it's okay so maybe we would say well something was happening with edom
0: <clears throat> maybe we would say maybe that. anyway okay but now back to what we do on friday yeah back to jesus you said you found jesus in this psalm for me i see i i, I could see him in a couple of places honestly but okay. he, here's the here's my go-to for the first yeah the idea of the banner uh in verse 4 and verse 5 you have given a banner to those who fear you that it may be displayed because—I'm reading from the New King James— displayed from the truth. I think what you read a minute ago said like a signal flag uh, in, in the Christian standard. And it, it was Christian different standard. than what we've read all week long. Yeah, so you have uh, given a signal flag signal to those flag. who fear you. Yeah. Yep. But banner, uh, verse 5, that your beloved may be delivered, save with your right hand and hear me. When you have salvation, when you have deliverance, and then, of course, the banner— uh, I believe those. this is about Christ. He okay. is the Savior. He is the Deliverer. And then this picture of the banner is something that runs through uh, the Old Testament to speak to God's great deliverance and okay. a champion that we can rally toward. Walk me through
1: that, you, g- going through the Bible story well, to get there.
0: So this word for banner, the nisi, we can go back to the book of Exodus in the 17th chapter and start there. And we find in verses 8 through 16, the end of the chapter, the account where uh, Moses uh, told Joshua that he needed to take the men out and to fight the Amalekites, but that there was a power Moses had. Moses had a rod that he might hold up and hold up his hand. uh, And when he held these up, why then Joshua and the forces of Israel were winning the battle. But as the battle raged on, his arms became tired. And so then uh, he would lower his arms, and then the forces of the Amalekites would begin to win and prevail. And so then Aaron and Hur come alongside him, and they sit Moses on a rock, and they hold up his arms until the victory is won. And at the conclusion of that event, uh, we have... Exodus seventeen and verse fifteen, Moses built an altar and called its name, "The Lord is my banner," or Yahweh Nisi, Jehovah Nisi. Mm-hmm. And so here was the the banner over them that when he lifted up that that rod of God, that banner, uh, then they prevailed. So looking back from this psalm,
1: we, we're calling to mind a victory they had under Moses and Yahweh is the banner. Yes. Yahweh is the signal mm-hmm. uh, that I see it translated that way in another passages in different translations. So he is the signal. He's the banner that everyone can run to. Mm-hmm. They can flee to. And especially here in this psalm, it seems to be a little bit more, not necessarily here's here's the banner that's going forth in major battle victory right now. It's Okay, things have gone wrong, so let's retreat to our refuge. Let's retreat to the banner, the signal that's over us, that will then turn around and provide deliverance by retreating to Him. Sure. Okay, so. Because it
0: is a banner for those who fear God. Okay, so that's looking back. How does that take us forward to Jesus? So in uh, Isaiah chapter 11 uh, and verse number 10. There are prophecies concerning Jesse's offspring ultimately fulfilled in Christ. Isaiah 11, verse 10, And in that day there shall be a root of Jesse, who shall stand as a banner to the people. For the Gentile shall seek him, and his resting place shall be glorious. It's our same word here, our banner, the nisi. Uh, And here you have the banner, and again, it's calling people into it and under it, but it even talks about the Gentiles shall be seeking him and finding rest there under that banner. So here's this banner, this root of Jesse, this, and which we know is Jesus. Yes.
1: We know the root of Jesse, the branch of David, all of those pictures and images yeah. that we find a couple times in Isaiah pointing forward to the Messiah. So coming back to Psalm 60, you've set up a banner. Mm-hmm. You've set up a signal flag. Those who fear you can run to it, can retreat and find, and, and, it, and there's deliverance there mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. God's right hand.
0: Absolutely absolutely and again the, the the great deliverance the great salvation the one seated at the right hand of God it is the Lord Jesus Christ I think there's Jesus right there yeah right there yeah. in Psalm 60. Mm-hmm. that's amazing you know there, there's
1: something I'd add to that is when we get to the end of the psalm verse 11 and 12 oh grant us help against the foe for vain is the salvation of man with God we shall do valiantly it is he who will tread down our foes. You mentioned this a little bit yesterday about who is our ultimate foe, right? Well, that's, that's the serpent. Yes, That's Satan. That's from the very beginning. We've, we've recognized this idea of treading down, Mm -hmm. of crushing the head of the serpent. Okay. The serpent's going to strike the heel of the son of the offspring of woman. woman,
0: He will crush his uh, head,
1: crush his head. He's going to trample him down. That's exactly what Jesus did on the cross. He defeated our main enemies. Yes. The devil, death, sin, he defeated all of them in the cross and in the resurrection uh, really what that means is that, that we need to give him our allegiance there, there's nothing that man's going to provide Nobody else is going to give us anything. There's no other document that man can write. There's nothing that they can write that is scripture that's going to help us with this. There's no gift that man can give us that's going to help us with this. There's no plan that man's going to come up with that's going to help us with this. If we want to defeat Satan, Mm -hmm. if we want to defeat sin, Mm -hmm. if we want to defeat death— There's only one place we're going to find that, and that is through Jesus Christ, who came into the world, lived as one of us, died on a cross, was buried, and on the third day rose up victorious as God's king. We need to give him our allegiance, and we need to follow him into those battles because he's the one that will provide the victory. It's through him we will do valiantly.
0: You know, and even when you talk about that, I think of the word power. What a demonstration of his power in the resurrection, over the spiritual forces, over death, and over the devil. Uh, and and that is a power. It is a power that is in us. There is a power of Christ in us. Like it was yesterday, a couple days ago, You bet you were reading from Ephesians 3 in that great prayer of the Apostle Paul, and he talks about the power that is in us because the Spirit is in us, because Christ is in us. And when we have that power, we don't need to fear, and there is no other power that can overcome. And, and we will be victorious. I, I want to tie some things together
1: that we've talked about this week, because one of the things in the psalm is like those sideswipe events that we mm-hmm. talked about the other day. Yeah, Because yeah. there's, there's plenty of times where things happen that, that we're left wondering, wait a minute. I thought I was one of God's children. Why, why is this kind of thing happening sure. to me? You've broken out against me God. You've uh, my, my loved one has gotten sick and even died. My boss has fired me through no fault of my own. I was doing my job and I got laid off. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in a car wreck and now I'm injured. I was, sure. I was running through an airport and I fell over and I crushed my knee and now I'm living with pain constantly. <laughs> I know. One of those things is true. And <laughs> you know um, there, there's there's that time when we sit back but what did David do? David David didn't give up on God. He didn't turn to the gods of the Edomites, and he also didn't decide, well, what I need is is a bunch of people. I need need men to come around me. I need what they have to offer. He went to God. And and that's the thing to recognize. No matter what else is going on around us, Jesus has died for us, and Jesus has been resurrected for us. And so what we need to do is I need to turn to him. I need to follow him. And there will be these side swiping events that Satan will use to try to turn me away from from God, but what I need to do is follow
0: David's example and
1: let it turn me to God.
0: Yes. Because they're just reminders that I need him. Yeah. I need Jesus. Amen, they are. Amen, they are. Thank you so much for joining us uh, on Text Talk today and throughout this week, these conversations in Psalm sixty. We want to uh, invite you, of course, to send us an email, text talk at ChristiansmeetHere.org. Go over to the Facebook discussion group, finding the paths of righteousness here in Psalm 60 all week long. And of course, if you're in the Tampa area this weekend, we want you to come out and worship with us at Livingston. All the information you need is at our website, www.christiansmeethere.org. ChristiansmeetHere.org. Uh, we're going to have a word of prayer. Our great God and Father, Lord, we thank you for Jesus Christ. Uh, We see, Father, that you truly are our banner, that Christ is our banner, this signal flag to make clear who we serve, where our allegiance lies, and, Father, where we trust, the power is to be found, the power that we need to overcome the enemies and ultimately to overcome death and the glory of resurrection. It is a hope that we carry with us this day, and we pray, Father, that we might Be faithful servants of yours to share that good news of victory with the people that we meet. Father, for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about
1: the text with us today.
0: I'm Edwin Crozier,
1: and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians Who Meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutes, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at ChristiansMeetHere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode.